0: Happy New Year, guys. It's 2024. It's a new year, but guess what? It's the same us, and it's the same fantastic happy hour. Seven days a week, 2 to 6 p.m. at the Handlebar right here in Chico. You're going to get some money off of every single one of their fantastic craft beer taps, as well as half-off bottles of wine. You could even bring your popper right onto that dog-friendly patio.
1: It's a little chilly out there now, but I promise you, if you have enough of those tasty craft beers, you're going to warm right up.
0: Or if you have a husky suck it up sure
1: and if that doesn't do the trick you can also just get some beer cheese and pretzels uh, a favorite of mine not so much Johnny's uh, unfortunately I like the pretzels uh, yeah the pretzels not the beer cheese uh the point is guys the handlebar is the place to be in 2024 again their address is 2070 East 20th Street if you want to get the screaming deals again their happy hour is all seven of those days from 2 to 6 p.m. go check them out and here is the show why don't we begin We hope you enjoy This is Fresh Hop Cinema Hey, welcome to Fresh Hop Cinema. This is a craft beer and movie podcast and radio show. My name is Max Minardi. We're based in Chico, California. What is your name, sir? My name's
0: Johnny Summers. What's
1: shaking? Yeah, each week on the show, we talk about the latest in the worlds of craft beer and film. And this week in the film department, we're giving you our thoughts on Anatomy of a Fall. Uh, rather than spend too much time possibly oversimplifying this film, uh, I'll just tell you it is a uh, courtroom thriller slash drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a French film that has been nominated for Best Picture, and it is um, amongst the last couple films we haven't actually covered in the natural course of our show here um, as the the Academy Awards approach uh, rapidly every year. Before we get to our thoughts on that, Johnny Summers, tell the people what we are drinking this week.
0: Yeah, we are drinking beers from Ola Brewing out of Kona, Hawaii. Uh, the first one is called the Hazy Light. It is a session IPA that's 4.2%. And the second one is called the Kiawe, Vanilla Porter. I'm gonna go with Kiawe. I like that a lot. Uh, it is obviously a Porter and at 6.8%. And these were purchased by me at Ola Brewing in their Hilo tap Room. Nice. Uh, if you're listening on KZFR 90.1 FM that is,
1: we hope you're having a terrific Saturday afternoon. As a heads up on the radio version of our show today, You'll be hearing the majority of our episode, which will eventually include spoilers for Anatomy of a Fall. If you haven't seen it yet, be it um, in France or in theaters or video on demand like we saw it, um, you don't want it spoiled. I would encourage you to come back and finish up our conversation in podcast form after seeing the movie. Uh, That version of the show includes the always unpredictable hot and bothered segment, which is exclusive to our podcast listeners. It's how we end the show each week by catching up with each other, discussing our latest tropical vacations, uh, or the latest movies we've seen
0: off the air. It's really anybody's guess. That's right. To find the episode in its entirety, go search for Fresh Hop Cinema on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, any other major podcast platform. We release new episodes every Friday since 2016, which means if you're hearing this on a Saturday... It's available to all of you listening on KZFR right now. If you like the show, please go take five seconds. Leave us a five-star rating on the Apple podcast and definitely let us know that you did that. Text us to brag or with feedback about the show or our outfits or, you know, whatever. whatever I should have put
1: on my shirt that you brought back for me. You should have. That would have been great. That would have yeah.
0: been great outfit feedback. Man, we could do one of those TikTok things where you're just like holding up <laughs> the shirt and then just... just a-
1: A snap change? Yeah. Sure. Sorry to cut We're not going to. No, we're not. It's
0: fine. Anyways, text us, 530-433-0839. Text Max at 530-433-0839 and scold him for not wearing the Ola Brewing shirt I brought back for him. To hang out with us on social media, just search Fresh Hop Cinema on Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd, or Untapped, or just head over to our website, Fresh Hop Cinema. Okay, we do have
1: one other website we love here on this show, which is Patreon. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know kind of what Patreon is at all, here's sort of the general elevator pitch: It's a way for creative types like Johnny and myself to uh, buy beers, to buy beers. <laughs> yeah, sure. To to make our show, which does have um, a few expenses, namely flying him to Hawaii to get beers in person. It involves movie tickets. It involves it involves cameras, so you can see us when we do this. It involves microphones, so you can hear us. And it's a platform that allows people to support those creative types in exchange, not only for enjoying the sweet buttery product we put out every week, but also we do extra. We go the extra mile. We have special events that are exclusive to our patrons. We uh, give shout outs where shout outs are due. Like Mm -hmm. for example, the end of this video, if you're watching this show rather than listening, Everybody on Patreon's name will be listed in the credits as a, as a, essentially a sponsor for this show.
0: They're executive producers.
1: Right. We really ought to add like movie credit titles. We should. And I'll make a new one for ev- Like everybody can be a like costume designer. Nick Land, yep. best boy. Oh, good shout out. The point is there's lots of stuff um, that is a that are that are perks that come with Patreon. Uh, and as far as Patreon stuff goes, I do have one note. If you haven't seen in your feed yet, we have a bar hang. We have those once a month. And it's February 9th. That's a Friday this month, by the way. That's great. Which is pretty rare. Uh, so hopefully, um, maybe that means more people showing up. We both have a free Friday. Let's yeah. go. Um, all the details for that will either be, or, or rather, are in both your Patreon feed and our Facebook Patreon group. So check that, RSVP. We'd love to see you there. Um, I'm not going to say where or when, um, time-wise, but it's happening. And if you're in Patreon, you know. Mm-hmm. To join, if you want to be part of this very cool club, patreon.com slash freshhopcinema will get you there. Am I missing anything uh, by the way of Patreon? I don't think so. Then let's get into this. Let's do it. You've just now come back from uh, not an international trip technically, but you did leave the continental United States Mm -hmm. and you've gone to Hawaii, the big island, if I recall. Yeah. And not only have you brought yourself back, which I tremendously enjoy, Mm -hmm. but you've also brought back libations. I
0: did. So remind me the brewery. Ola. Tell me more. OLA Brewing out of Kona. I've actually never been to their Kona tap room. I fell in love with them the first time we went uh, to Hilo. Spent uh-huh. a week in Hilo just exploring and went to a bunch of breweries. And it was, you know, there's not that many local breweries out there. And there were the. How, little, wait, how many would you do? You, if, I mean, we went to. If you had a guess. Three? Two, that two or three? Pretty comprehensive. That's if that's all there is. I'm asking, do you think that's like. There's yeah. probably like not a ton, right? Yeah. No, there's okay. not. Um, so, yeah. Basically checked out what. The island had to offer, uh, at least as far as local craft breweries. And then finished at Ola uh, because we were going for dinner. And it is just this beautiful building. And they have this really fantastic sense of style. It is a very ultra-modern tropical vibe with... um, That just makes me picture like White Lotus. A little bit. Is that kind of it? Kind of. But think um, really clean, like whites, like on the walls like very bright colors but and then also like lots of traditional hawaiian like cultural like okay. art and like, like the, the tribal like the triangles mm-hmm. um okay. that with just like really pretty floral prints in it very modern very sleek uh definitely you know nice eye for design just sure. a really beautiful bar sure. feels like um like a brand new experience when you go in there like it's just really sleek uh, mm-hmm. i love the look of the place and their beers were just my favorite on the Island. And, um, I think I have enough of a sample size to be like, these are, these would be good anywhere. Like this is just really good. Transcends the
1: Island back on the mainland. You're like, they hold up.
0: Yeah. Like the first time I went, I, I never really buy brewery merch anymore unless it's a beer that I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. And given a lot of, of experience is set and setting. You yeah, know, it's hard sure. to not yeah, have totally. Kona coffee tastes really good when you're drinking it on a beach in Kona. You know Everything what I mean? tastes good when you're eating or drinking it on a beach Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that has to be taken with a grain of salt, which is why I'm really curious to get into these beers back here at home. Um, but as far as, as breweries and food package deals on the island man it was just a breath of fresh air and it was so killer i had to like buy merch the first time i went and i don't buy brewery merch so yeah yeah big big favorites of mine we have to go there every trip
1: sweet okay then off of the
0: uh, ola bring website here's four. What... Oh, sure sorry shout out sure Kakui. I appreciate you. She helped me get the beers. We're getting a personal shout out. Yeah. She was a total sweetheart. And she like pulled so much merch out from the back cool. and let me go through it and pick our shirts out. And had you told her, like, did you throw out the radio nope. show podcast card? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, I forgot to buy single beers. Okay. I bought the shirts and stuff first. Mm. I'd been drinking. Uh, and then I went back in and I was like, one more thing. I need, do you guys sell single beers? I need to take them home for my radio show. Sweet. And she's like, what? Um, and she actually followed us and is going to check out the podcast. Okay. So, well, we'll
1: see. Cause give me the name again. Kukui. Kakui, If you're listening, prove it. Okay. Cause I've had a couple of these over the years, more than a couple, but a few where I was really like, they're gonna write me in. And a couple have,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: I've met people in like new Orleans or like, um, I met somebody in Southern California, which is less exotic probably, or at least closer than new Orleans, but only a few have ever actually been like, Hey, you no, know, like I listened to the show. So we'll see Do it. We'll see. Yeah from their website. Ola Brew is a big island-based brewery with two tap rooms, Johnny, like you said, one Hilo, one Kona. Our mission is to encourage growth in Hawaii's agricultural economy by purchasing local ingredients and incorporating them into our specialty brews. We know that the quality of a product starts with great ingredients. That is why we enjoy using the freshest produce sourced from across our beautiful islands. We're passionate about increasing the demand for local farmers not because it looks good on paper, but because we care about our community, the land we call home, and the drinks that we create. Ola Brew is also proudly both employee and community-owned. We have over 2,800, which is a lot, small investors, and 40-plus employee owners, which results in a dedicated ohana of staff and an engaged community who support our vision for a more sustainable and abundant Hawaii.
0: Yeah, man. As,
1: like, sort of generic website mission statements go one of the more convincing
0: and enjoyable yeah that we've seen recently totally
1: okay with that finally we are into beer number one johnny tell me the details as i take my first sip
0: yeah i'm super stoked i basically got this beer for you it is called the hazy light it is a session hazy ipa that is 4.2 percent is a little baby guy Uh, Created using a blend of mosaic, citra, and amarillo hops, this style emphasizes rich and fruity aromas, but very little bitterness. Expect creamy first impressions full of mango and stone fruit flavors, which take a turn towards a crisp, clean, and mouthwatering finish with a touch of green hop spiciness. Since these beers are also called freshies, we brew small batches of this style to ensure maximum freshness.
1: Did you try this when you were there? No. I haven't had it yet. Okay. Uh, I've tried it. It's extremely light it is it is clearly trying to be a beer that evokes similar flavors as we'll say a, a New England hazy IPA maybe mm-hmm. not like an imperial IPA but but certainly has those tropical notes and i've actually never thought about the counterpoint between like t- tropical flavors when they actually come from like a tropical island versus sort of trying to incorporate tropical flavors from mm-hmm. you know New England These feel authentically like those flavors. It also feels extremely underwhelming (laughs) Um, to the point that I'm not even sure if I like it. I've had one drink. You're not going back for your second. What is your impression?
0: I like it for the fact that it is so light. I drink beers that are within that 4% range all the time. Well-documented Bush Light fan. That's barely beer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And this is a session. IPAs are barely beers too. I agree. So you know let's make one that tastes pretty good what did, i'm sorry you said it was 4.2 4.2 yeah, let me change that um
1: we it's tough to get this style right dude and we've talked about this a lot there's so many and i mean like maybe more than any other style that i have tried which is not to say it's indicative of the style as a whole but that i've tried which really falls short There's, I mean, in our neck of the woods, which is, if you don't know where Chico is, is Northern California. Um, And if maybe you're in Southern California, you're like, you mean like San Francisco? Further, baby. Mm -hmm. We're up there. Like we get, we get like, you think people within several hundred miles will know like founders all day IPA? Mm, I think so. Yeah.
0: Because they're out of like the Midwest. Yeah.
1: Not good. It's fine, but it's like so underwhelming. And and I've found that in more cases than not, when it comes to a session IPA, I get none of the enjoyment of the sort of light lagery crispness that I would get in something like a macro lager or a Pilsner, but also none of the hop flavor that I want from an actual IPA. And it's really hard to get all of that right, much less even one of those factors. And, and I think that this isn't quite hitting either of those nails on the head for me yet. Fair. I'm not sure that it will. Because now I've had two drinks and I feel more confident about my assessment, (laughs) but I'm gonna try it again.
0: That's fair. Uh that's part of the reason I wanted to try it. Um, was because I don't love session IPAs. It'd be fun to kind of put it through the paces. Um, maybe I should have brought back some of their ones that I know are fantastic, but you know, I wanted to be to be fair and do some beers on the show that I haven't tried before. Smart. So um, just to mean objectivity, you know, I like how light it is it really does feel like a light beer i think it, it does to me that's the number one redeeming quality for me when you can i pry a little bit when you say feels like a light beer are you specifically
1: talking about how it feels or are you incorporating taste cuz cuz it doesn't or, or like mouthfeel like what do you mean
0: it feels definitely like light mouthfeel beer? and just the drinking experience overall it feels like a 4% beer but it feels very quaffable you can just put this down i think it feels like a light beer i
1: don't think it feels like a four percent beer i think it feels like a seven percent beer that's had half of it filled with water Hmm. in a good way maybe i don't know it's um no it's it's underwhelming for me and and i can appreciate the oh that's okay you don't have to i don't need that at all (laughs) yeah give you some more um it's it's just it's just underwhelming for me there's there's notes there that i think if this had been cranked up to be a full ipa a full grown IPA, it'd be good, but it just feels diluted. It feels underwhelming. It feels watery. It feels light, but not in a way that is quenching. It feels like a watered down IPA a little bit. That's going to give me not great breath. Okay. Now I've only been talking about negative so far and yeah. you haven't steered me out of that camp. So I've <laughs> been sticking with it. Yeah. Um, But that's kind of where my initial thoughts
0: went. Hmm. Well, everyone's got thoughts, man. It's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm more into it than you. I'm still not crazy about this style. I never have been. Uh, it's it's a solid version of that. I've tried so many session IPAs, and now I just don't order them because I'm like, I don't, I don't like you. You know, just kind of – I know I don't like you. Yeah. Right? This one, it really does have that 4% lightness, and I feel like it has just enough hops and those tropical notes, and it's not too thick. Like, like, no, no, no yeah. risk of that. No, like, yeah, I saw a hazy session. Like, oof, that could, what if it's like thick and 4%, that'd be I weird. would have dug that, like,
1: kind of, like, because yeah. every 4% beer is so light. Like, I thought maybe if this, this was going to be a hazy one, like, maybe it would have some oomph to it. Yeah, because you don't see many hazy sessions. No, and apparently for good reason. I don't know why I'm taking the bad cop route today on this, but I really am. Um, I don't think this is a decent version of this style of beer at all. Give me her name again. <laughs> You have a second. Cuckoo. Cuckoo is gone. Uh, I'm, I, she didn't I make the beer. Um, yeah, true. It's just I'm, I'm stoked for the next beer. Um, but This one not for you. Not for me. I would argue not for most people. If it came down to me and you're looking for my recommendation, I'd say skip it. That's where I'm at. On this beer. On this beer, for well, sure. now I wish
0: I would have brought back different
1: beer. That's okay. We'll go again. It happens. Um, I'm pretty re- – you know, I don't actually like to go fully negative. I was hoping maybe you'd underhand me like a chance to give it a compliment. So I, I'll take that myself. Um, those tropical notes are really good. I, I guess the, the positive spin is I wish there were more. I wish they were a little bit stronger. I do love what it has going. I think the the refreshing quality that it, it tempts me with Is is really enticing, and it makes me want to try more of their beers.
0: I think the the bottom line that you're trying to get to here is: every time we do a session IPA, it might be good, it might be okay. It would be better if it was an IPA. Not always, because I'm sure
1: if I really was able to pick my brain properly, or even if I went to our compendium, we've done a few session IPAs on the podcast. There's good ones that exist. Probably, I can't think of them right now. Yeah, name one. I I can't, dude. Give me a break. I can't right now. A single one, Johnny. I can't. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Um, but I'm sure they're out there. Like, doesn't Sierra Nevada do a session? That's Nooner. No, no, not what I'm thinking of. Okay, but either way, um, this one isn't for me, and I'm ready to give it a rating. If you are, yeah, all right. um, I guess I should probably go first. It's like a two. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I don't like it. Jesus, I don't like it um, much at all. But again, very excited for the next one. But no, it's a two out of ten for me. Aggressive. Skip it for sure. Fair
0: enough. You know, I, I based on just style alone and like the session IPAs I've had, it's better than a lot of them. You're going categorical today? I usually go categorical.
1: That's I guess that's true. Some yeah. of these like categorical or just for you personally or just objectively, despite well, categories. It's
0: personally in my categories. All right. Yeah. It's a very complicated man. All right. Categorically um, cat- personally. categorically and also personally and also metaphorically. Sure. No. All the things. Um, it feels like a like a six-five. Like it's it's above average. It's yeah. not outstanding in its field. I mean, it's one of the better Session IPAs I've had, but like, I I feel like there might be like a an eight out there somewhere. I just yeah. haven't found There's it. There's a 10 out there for you. There's got to be.
1: Because there has to be at least the best version of the style.
0: You know, it's crazy. I think like a 10 in this style is just like a, a, like a non-alcoholic beer. What do you mean? <laughs> like, just go the other extreme. Like, yeah, you're a Session, but like... I've had non-alcoholic beers that are better than yeah. a lot of sessions. Well, I've
1: had imperial stouts that are better than they're different things.
0: But I'm just saying, like if you're going less alcohol, like I've had, let's just go take all the alcohol. Okay, out, sure. But then, like, beer. so
1: then, okay, but then you know, like, like Radlers or like framboises, which are also Stiegel, Radler table beers, so good. Stiegel. But you're not gonna be like, yo, just give me a thumb with no alcohol. I was like, no, I'll take that Stiegel, Radler because it's really good. Steagle Radler's so good, so good. Yeah, um, or that brewery we did with. Um, Thor on it It was like the berry. Oh yeah it's a scale. It was a couple of Years ago but Yeah I don't Remember Those all right. were good Yeah they were Really good Um, You feel like Closing the book On this Yeah Do you enter those scores? Uh, I think so. Once again, you're listening to Fresh Hop Cinema. If you've tried really anything from Ola Brewing and you couldn't agree or disagree more with our evaluations, get in touch. Please let us know. You can leave us a voicemail or, like Johnny said earlier, send a text to 530-433-0839. We do love feedback. So text Johnny. His number is 530-433-0839. And, hey, if you like the show, help us out. Please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts.
0: Yeah, it takes only a couple seconds. It's one of the most effective ways to help us get our show in front of new potential listeners. Uh, incoming would usually be a trailer uh, for Anatomy of a Fall, but since the film is largely in French. Excuse me. Oh, <laughs> bless you.
1: I'm going to keep it.
0: wee. oui. oui. Uh, <laughs> this film is largely in French yeah. and our listeners uh, listen largely not in French. Uh, so no trailer today. In any case, if you haven't seen the film yet, fear not. There are no spoilers in our next segment, so don't go anywhere. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Fresh Hop Cinema, a show about the worlds of craft beer and film. If you're listening on the radio waves of KZFR 90.1 FM, you're sadly going to be missing out on some gold that's available exclusively to our podcast listeners. So if you'd like to hear the whole episode, you can subscribe to Fresh Hop Cinema on Apple Podcasts or wherever quality podcasts are found. It is currently available for your streaming pleasure. So at the end of this, if you're just dying to know what all that hot and bothered fuss we're always talking about is – Please go have a listen. A German-born writer
1: lives with her husband and son in a house in the French Alps. One day, the man lies dead in the snow, apparently having fallen out of a window. Was it an accident, suicide, or even murder? More and more inconsistencies (laughs) appear so that the writer comes under uh, increasing suspicion and even feels compelled to call a lawyer whom she knows from before to provide legal advice. Soon, there will actually be a court hearing in nearby Grenoble, where hopefully all the uncertainties can be cleared up. That was a synopsis for this film from an IMDB user uh, who goes by Zeta Zoganau, which I also enjoyed the name. So I figured mm-hmm. I'd steal it because it was, I think, a little bit more um, descriptive than sort of the generic whatever it was on Letterboxd or whatever, which was like, there was a murder in the snow and the sun has to, whatever. Yeah. I felt oversimplified. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a French film written by Justine Triette. It was written, uh, or sorry, directed by Justine Triette. Written by Triette and Arthur Harari. It stars Sandra Huller as um as the mother here, Sandra Voiter. Um she has a friend who is a lawyer named Vincent Renzi, played by Swan Arlaud. And her son, Daniel, is played by Milo Machado Grainer. And her 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 husband, who falls, is uh, Samuel Molesky. Played by Samuel Theus. Mm-hmm. Um, it released in France, it can, in May of 23, and then theatrically in France that summer, I want to say in June, if I'm not mistaken, and then it was picked up by Neon for North America distribution and had a theatrical run in October and is currently uh, available for rental on places like Vudu, um, Amazon Prime, I think, um, largely sort of video-on-demand platforms. Mm-hmm. It's two and a half hours long, more or less and we've now both seen it. Yeah. Johnny, what'd you think? You went in completely blind.
0: Yeah. What'd you think? That was a fun experience. I have a list been checking off the best picture nominations and knew nothing about this. Saw it was on Vudu. Didn't even read a description, didn't yeah. see a trailer. Went in the most blind I've ever been to a movie. Yeah. And just said Is that a is
1: that a reference to the sun? <laughs> <laughs> Who by the way has a visual impairment yeah. that I think I probably wasn't. should have set up.
0: It wasn't, but could have been. Could have been. Should have been you know
1: how many times somebody in this movie says that kid do you see
0: don't you something? see and then he's just like Ugh. nah bro he doesn't address it but i felt like that was come on it's because he was just dying inside yeah a little bit more so yeah went in completely blind and didn't even know what it was about and went on just a total journey with this movie it was a really fun experience going in like that um anatomy of a fall man it was so intense um, that's the one word I would use to describe this movie is it's, it's like visceral. It had a lot of, of scenes and dialogue that were just kind of gut wrenching in their, their rawness. And there was a lot of vulnerability and there was also all these elements of who, it was almost like a whodunit. It is like, a whodunit, it's the
1: whole time, but kinda, but kind of, but like not in an Agatha Christie, like murder on the Orient Express. It's more Express of a did of she, didn't she. It's not as fun.
0: Yeah. So will they, won't they? Is
1: it a fun movie, do you think? Like, did you have fun watching it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No. Because you said it was a fun experience, but I know you meant going in blind. Yeah. But- no,
0: the the ignorance of the the plot was fun. But no, it was not necessarily fun. It was compelling to watch like a lot of well-written courtroom dramas are. I was completely enamored by the plot. I had some issues with the first act. It got a little sleepy for me. It's, yeah. And and then it got into the courtroom stuff and then it felt like it really gained momentum and it grabbed my attention and my, uh, it elicited a lot more empathy and a lot more of strong emotion Mm -hmm. in that, you know, end of this first act, courtroom stuff, boom, I'm off to the races. I am so all in on this. Uh, it felt like I said to you distinctly not American, which is nice. I'm, realizing more and more how much i appreciate films that are written from a perspective that is not uh you know the american lens but transformers dark of the moon yeah come on but man. the meg 2 bro right i l- hang on <laughs> don't the meg 2's great okay but very american uh yeah very american so i just i love the the sensibilities that you get to be privy to those perspectives mm-hmm. you know from from other countries and other filmmakers from other places it's it feels nice refreshing yeah Um, it was tough to watch at times. It was scathing, I would say. It was intense, visceral, all those things. I really liked it. I thought it was very good. I thought it was well-written. I thought it kept me kind of guessing to the end. And there was a lot of, um, theorizing happening on, you know, pause, restroom breaks in my house. Okay. Uh, So it was, uh, it was, it was. I think a really well done film for people that just watch too many documentaries about murder, maybe watch like a really well-made film. Right. You know? So I liked it overall. I was, I was a pretty big fan before you give
1: me a rating. Um, two questions. Do you think you're going to watch it again ever? I might. Yeah. Are you going to like put it on? I guess I mean like, okay. Knowing that. So I guess three questions. What mood do you need to be in now that you've seen this movie? Like what, what mood do you recommend people be in before watching it?
0: It's a really intense drama. Yeah. Think John Grisham without the fluff. John Grisham. Pelican a, Brief. Okay. Oh, uh, right, right. right a, a Time to Kill, which I mean, that was a heavy movie too. Sure. But yeah. Um just think like turn to eleven courtroom mm-hmm. drama, mm-hmm. but also so much interpersonal drama and, and relational drama. Like this could bring up just feelings, all the feelings, you know. Um yeah. I would have to be in a mood to be enamored with drama and kind of that tension. Mm-hmm. It was a very tense movie. So you have to kind of be on board to just like- Ride it. Ride it, yeah. Yeah. You've
1: answered my third question in in that answer, which is, should people see it?
0: Yeah, 100%. Great. I right. think they should. For you, out of 10? Out of 10, it was an 8.5 seven
1: all right great okay. i'm really glad you didn't say 8.9 because i would have fought you on like why not a nine dude but yeah yeah okay 8.7 for your scale
0: makes yeah. sense fantastic me. and i completely understand why it's up for best picture
1: i also went in kind of blind yeah I, the only thing i knew really is that it's been on my homework list of 2023 films for quite a while um so when you told, because it was either this or american fiction for us this week because that came to our theater after it was probably i'm guessing that's why it showed up nominated mm-hmm. for best picture so i was like let's watch this and then you're like hey anatomy of a falls also on video on demand I was like oh cool like if we get to both, I don't care what the order is. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know the plot either, really. Like I knew the poster. And if you know the film poster, it says anatomy of a fall in big blue letters. And there's like an almost fargoian sort of body with blood underneath it on the snow. That's all I knew. I'm also a sucker for movies that have names that are kind of like double meanings. So, like, of course – the anatomy of the fall is about the death of this person. Yeah. But it's also like, it's about a lot more than that. It's about sort of the crumbling of this marriage. And like the only reason, uh, or, or maybe not the only reason, but a big reason that she is even on trial for this is like, maybe she's a suspect. And we really get the ins and outs of their relationship dynamic, often seen through the eyes of their kid. It's, it's a very complicated movie phrasing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Not seen through the eyes of their kid, <laughs> their <blind laughs> through the experience child. of their child. Yeah. Um, perhaps the best calling out of me you've ever done. <laughs> um, but it, it has so much more to do, uh, you know, with what the movie's trying to say than just a whodunit. But I like that it, it really ratchets up that tension because mm-hmm. you do want to know like what did happen. And, and we can talk about this more in the danger zone, but I, at some point I do want to discuss how invested you were in like f- solving the thing oh, versus like just strapping in for the tension oh i was trying to solve it the whole time right um i thought it was incredibly well acted too i mean it's a slow movie for sure like it's two hours and i want to say like 32 minutes yeah um sandra huler does a great job i mean she's asked to do a lot in this movie um especially when you factor in that we as the audience aren't really supposed to know yeah so, like, half the time, you're like, is, when she's crying, like, is she faking it? Like, yeah. is, who's she acting for? Like it, The movie makes you suspicious as the viewer. I know, which is awesome. Like, and it does a really good job. Um, it has a – I mean, it, it, it does great also, like, setting up sort of its location. A lot of the first first act of the movie is set in kind of their currently being renovated cabin in the French Alps. It's gorgeous. It feels very constrained, very tight, almost claustrophobic once you realize kind of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um I was into it the whole time. It it, it did feel slow, but intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, it captured the mood, right? I've, I think it's an incredible film. Um, I don't think I'll probably watch it again. it's just one of those emotionally taxing movies. I could but see it's, that. It's really well done. Um, it's a it's a solid eight for me. Nice. Yeah, really, really great movie. Yeah.
0: Once we get to this point, you know, and watching all the Best Picture nominations, like they're in there for a reason.
1: Yeah, and it's one of those movies too that, I mean, again, I watched it today, like I'm going to marinate on it for a while, Mm -hmm. but there's a bit of a pressure that I feel sometimes. I don't know if you feel this, but like when you know that a movie has won, because I think it won the Palme d'Or at Cannes when Mm -hmm. it came out and then it's up for best picture. And I'm I'm sure a number of other awards, like I almost feel a pressure to recognize its greatness. Mm -hmm. And I know in past years, Green Book, I feel proud of that. That I did not cave on Green. Yeah. But in past years, like I have on some, like, oh, like maybe I'm missing something. And I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I'll give it a higher rating than I really felt. Mm -hmm. Um, so even just now in this conversation, I was tempted to be like, it's a nine, but it's not for me. It's an eight for me.
0: That's good. I think that's growth as a critical movie. Maybe, dude. And I uh, there there's just pressure sometimes to be like, no, it's like it's a best picture. What are you talking about? Well, all the best pictures aren't tens. No, no, they're not. Maybe sometimes the winner isn't even a ten. Yeah, maybe not. That's the academy for you, am I right? Yeah. Um, we got a few minutes here. Yeah. What, do you have anything you want to talk about, barring spoilers, that we can get into? I really love the performance of The Sun. I thought he was fantastic in this movie. The emotional range that he had mm-hmm. throughout this film was fantastic. Milo Machado yeah, Groner, maybe. Also, shout out their dog. Very good actor.
1: Last year, um, and I guess by last year, last year's films, 2022, there was a bit of a, an endemic of on screen animals with unfortunate demises. Yeah. And there's this and I won't even say, but I I was worried. I was too. And maybe we should have been. Who knows what happens? Maybe that dog does die. Maybe he doesn't. Either way, there was emotional stakes created by the circumstances of the dog that reminded me um of you know in particular donkeys last year mm. uh, with like Banshees of Sharon. <laughs> Right. Uh, and also, there was a donkey that uh, got beat to death with a rock in Triangle of Sadness, which oh, I think yeah. was last year or 2022. Donkeys were
0: just getting the worst. And I'm just like,
1: man, like we, we kind of got out of this year okay yeah. without too many emotional animal deaths, yeah. I think. Which is preferable. Great dog, though. What a sweetheart. Great dog. Um, but to your point, yeah. Um, Milo Machado Grainer also pr- probably is
0: asked to do the second most after his mother. I would argue almost even more just having to act through, you know, act with a visual you know to have a visual impairment unless he's actually blind i don't know those here's how dumb i am
1: there's a scene where we first get to sort of hear his perspective and he's being filmed on like an old school sort of police detective handheld cam on a tripod you mm-hmm. can tell it's like a hold de- it there's a lot of incorporation of that when it comes to the courtroom stuff um which i thought was incredible yeah um just, the camera would just move it's great fast. it feels like it feels like how we shoot this kind of stuff for entertainment. Mm-hmm. There's a whole sequence. I, and ma- please remind me of this. I want to mention this one thing before we even get to spoilers. Okay. But he's being interviewed and like you see his eyes kind of glazed over with like a, what's the thing that people smoke weed for? Their eyes. Glaucoma. It looks like he's got like a glaucoma yeah. thing. And I was like, man, this this camera is like really making his eyes look weird. I thought he was autistic because he was talking about like textures mm-hmm. and it didn't occur to me like maybe he was blind. Um, And even mm-hmm. when I saw his eyes, I was like, Really weird how this lens is making his eyes look like milky. And about two minutes later, I'm like, you idiot. Like he's, he's got a visual impairment. That's what's going on. Um, but yeah, to your point, I don't know if it's the practical effects,
0: if it's his contacts or if maybe the kid does, I don't know, but great either way. Yeah. No, it was fantastic. Yeah. I love the humanity of this film. It felt very raw, you know, especially with the all of the in- interpersonal stuff that kind of mm-hmm. got vomited all over a courtroom.
1: Yeah. That was that oh, made yeah. me so uncomfortable.
0: Brutal. Yeah. I was like, and it has to, cuz it's like it's a testament to your quote-unquote character. Yes. You know, and Talk about some wild differences between the the French judicial system and ours. How lovely was that to watch that <sighs> discord? Whoa. Just like people taking turns speaking?
1: Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And at one point, the judge is like, if you don't calm down, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. And then everything's fine. hmm This sort of ties into what I was going to say, which is at one point, the judge is coming out of the chambers, is going to start the proceedings. I love this scene, it's dude. It's so good. Um, and I think it's it's like one of the bigger messages about what the film's trying to say that isn't directly related to the story, which is like this sensationalization of how we as consumers of media eat up true crime. Mm-hmm. So she comes out, somebody whispers something in her ear, she leaves, and the camera almost like whip pans to the audience who instantly is like giddy and excited like what's talking, going like, on what could be happening yeah and it takes you out of what has been like this really intense personal journey that you've been with on um, with this family and it's all about how the crowd how like the viewers are just eating it up and I was I was uh, somebody watching might know this he was there for this conversation but he and somebody else were talking about this new series on Netflix there's a show where a family from like like the Central Valley, like a murder happened. Maybe I don't really know the details. Okay, but it's like a true crime from twenty years ago, and they've made it into a Netflix show. And the way that the conversation happened, the energy of it was very much like, like, can you just believe? And like, it, people listening, I'm eating popcorn, that's what mm-hmm. I'm doing. It, it's like this, this, this commodification of people's lives as entertainment, mm-hmm. and it's this really, really sort of pernicious culturally ubiquitous thing that people seem to like people love true crime mm-hmm. and it's easy to get hooked on it and it's easy to forget that it's like real people's lives yeah and i thought the movie's choice to incorporate that vibe with the vibe that we've been marinating in was brilliant yeah it was such a good like and same with like the handheld camera stuff that feels like you're in the courtroom like a newscast would be shooting it was so good yeah no i loved that one of my favorite moments from the movie for sure
0: yeah it stood out yes I knew exactly what you're talking about um how are we doing on time?
1: let's. I think we get there. Um, I say we give some final warnings. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get to spoilers?
0: I am curious. Uh, I wanted to ask you this last week because you had watched the movie the same day. Um, do you think that affects your critique? Yes. Yeah? In yeah. a negative or a positive? I don't know if I could say conclusively either way.
1: Yeah. Um, there's something to be said for one's initial gut instinctive reaction to a piece of art. Sure. So I think in, in a lot of senses, I think the fact that you've had a chance to sleep on it and I've seen it right away. And see like where we sort of come together, where we, our differences yeah. lie. I think that's great. Um, I think maybe, you know, if I had finished the movie 15 minutes before we started this show, it's probably too soon. Yeah. But like, you know, if you get a chance to kind of collect some thoughts and have a counterpoint to bounce ideas off of, I think then fine. Hmm. In an ideal world, I'd be able to marinate overnight. Probably. I said marinate f- now four times yeah. on today's episode. Maybe I'm hungry for ideas. <laughs> um, and also chicken. Right. You got anything else? Uh, no, I was just curious about that. All right. Well, once again, you've been listening to Fresh Hop Cinema, again, possibly on KZFR 90.1 FM. If you have thoughts on anything we've discussed on the show today so far, please do get in touch. You can call or text us. Our number is 530 433 839, or just send us a good old fashioned email to FHCcast at gmail.com. When we come back, we'll be discussing Anatomy of a Fall with spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, consider this your second to last warning. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with The Danger Zone. Danger Zone. Danger Zone. Danger Zone. Danger Zone. Danger Zone.
0: Ah. Danger zone.
1: Okay, welcome to The Danger Zone. Dude. Um, If you don't know what that is on our show, that's where we spoil our movie of the week. Mm-hmm. Anatomy of a Fall. You can rent it if you want. Do that. If not, here come spoilers. Yeah. Uh, and also, like I was going to say before we took the break, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't really care to like do the plot thing yeah but it does seem like a movie where people who haven't seen it might be expecting us to resolve the mystery yeah and i almost don't want to do it because of that
0: yeah <laughs> like i think it's fair to say that you know the, the main impetus for the whole case is that her husband fell out of a window or did in he in upside down commas yeah i heard tom hardy call it once in a, in a interview so like,
1: i think we leave that to him yeah he can very, pull it off yeah. it sounds dumb like if i said that upside down i mean it is what it is but yeah, like yeah, it's stupid
0: i tried it on it didn't fit i'm glad we could solve that here. yeah anyways that's that's the whole situation right, and right? For, for
1: to set the scene like it's her her son a dog and him that lived there so yeah. like there's only so many suspects yeah i will say at no point did i ever think maybe it was the dog no i did think maybe it was the kid
0: there were moments a few
1: times yeah Namely when he tried to poison the dog. Yeah. And did he? He didn't try to po- he did try to poison the dog, but he was trying to solve his own mystery.
0: Yeah. He was um, going full scooby doo on Scooby Doo.
1: I turned on that kid instantly. I was like, I was like, you little maniac. I
0: had a hunch. Yep.
1: You yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. A dirty
1: <laughs> old kid. Yeah. Um, turns out the dog was fine, mm-hmm. which made me very happy.
0: Yeah. Me too. Scoob. Scoob? Snoop. Snoop. Thanks. Scoop. Scoob. You said scooby doo so I was like, yeah, oh, Scoob. No, I lied, liked the whole idea of you're trying to figure it out. You know, did, did she do it? Did she did she not do it? Was it a suicide? Was it an accident? Yeah. And, you know, the whole thing is so nebulous because it's it's all conjecture. It like, is. It's, it's all opinion. It's perception too. It's perception. Like, There's a little bit of forensic stuff that happens at the beginning. Yeah. But it felt like the majority of the whole trial was just um, the lawyers trying to like defame the character totally, dude. of her. And it's like you're getting – and they brought his therapist out.
1: I was wondering about that. The therapist is like,
0: he says you're the worst.
1: I don't think you can subpoena like doctor-patient confidentiality stuff from therapy unless there's imminent danger of a murder happening, which didn't seem to be the case. Is that only in America? I don't know
0: if that's – Global policy. I don't man. know
1: either, but historically, America hasn't been on the forefront of ethics, so I doubt if we're doing it. I bet you other because are like, no way! Like, I feel like it's more like they've been doing it for sixty years, and we we're finally, like, oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Make mm. sense?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, that was odd, though. There was a lot of opinions getting tossed around. Yeah, and, you know, trying to frame the mom in yes. a, a certain light, and then the other lawyer trying to just defend her in a different light. Which
1: also, fa- and I think it got more that way as the trial went on, which, yeah. which is more. I will read it as commentary on like how the 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 pop culture sort of sensibilities of consuming true crime yeah like is is influencing how we see this sort of thing.
0: Oh, you watch a well-crafted documentary, it'll make you think the complete opposite of the truth.
1: One of my favorite examples of this, um not of of changing the truth necessarily, but of like in real time consuming this sort of thing is is um made very apparent in season one of The Newsroom, this is probably a 2008 thing that actually happened, and there was this famous case of this woman named Casey Anthony, mm-hmm. who was on trial for the, the death of her young daughter. Mm-hmm. And the, she was on trial, because, like, did she murder the kid? And it took over the news. hmm and if you don't know the newsroom, it's an HBO show starring Jeff Daniels and Aaron Sorkin written show and, and so directed good. mostly. Um, so it's got a few years of, of um, distance from these actual events. Uh, and it's sort of like, this is how this could have gone down if we had news media that was really for the people. And the way that they talk about the coverage of the Casey Anthony stuff as it happened in real life is just so condescending. Like you should never say, like it's, they treat it like sports. hmm there's this great breakdown of how they film Casey Anthony walking down to, to, you know, down in the court. And it's like they replay it from three different angles, and it looks like sports footage, which mm-hmm. is highlighted by one of the characters. But it's so true. Like, just we got an issue with, like, drama. We love drama. Mm-hmm. And it's not everything should be entertainment. Yeah. Like, it doesn't all have to be awesome, headline grabby. Like, Like, people have died.
0: Yeah, quit it. Yeah, there's movies. You know, what? you can watch the movies. <laughs> and even this is kind of a stretch because it's people's lives. No yeah. one died, but like the whole Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. I agree. I don't think that should be. There's there's a little distance because they're celebrities. Yeah,
1: I guess. But I've always had an issue with like E Magazine or like even the more like TMZ National Enquirer. That's yeah. not even real. But it's like it's preying on day to day people's fascination with celebrity. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a chicken and egg situation. It's like, well, if people weren't so interested, they wouldn't be making these magazines. Yeah. But still, like, don't do it. Like, we should be better. We should not, it's 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 human cockfighting. Yeah. And we're all just like, this is great. When's the next season dropping? Mm -hmm. Quit it. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. I don't need to see two celebrities like divorce trial for like a month on television. It has nothing to do with anything that affects our lives at all. And it and it became pop culture. Like it it became embedded in the zeitgeist. And I'm just like, I don't understand this. I know. I don't like it. I don't understand how people are entertained by it. Like there was people just sitting there for hours a day watching that trial.
1: I know. And And I I understand the impulse of wanting to have, you know, like like when you watch a show, if you watch a weekly uh, appointment show and you get to talk to your friends about what happened, like Game of Thrones was great for this. Mm -hmm. We could all, because Game of Thrones was huge. We'd be like, did you see what happened on Game of Thrones? Yeah. Great. It's a fictional story. you say, like, do you see what happened with that one woman's life whose child is now dead and she's going through the worst time in her life? Did you see that? It was so good, right? Yeah.
0: Crazy. That's not the water cooler talk that we no. should be
1: having. And I'll get off the soapbox now, but I do feel like it's the thing that needs to be talked about more. And we have a platform to do it, darn
0: it. i <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> it's a firm stance, but I, I don't like know. it. know. Yeah,
1: whatever. I feel passionate about a few things, more than a few, but this is one. I'm like, Come on. Like- we have to be better than this. Listen right? to our podcast,
0: like, man. We'll, we'll steer you in better yeah. entertainment direction For
1: better, whatever else we don't have going, we don't often sort of wade in the trenches of, of human, real-life drama, gossipy baloney. Yeah. I'm still on the radio. Otherwise, my Lord, I would be spouting off some profanity. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's whatever. So I, I love that the movie kind of increasingly becomes more about that and less about the actual whodunit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think and I don't know because I actually haven't read anything about people's reactions to this, aside from knowing that it's well received, but I could see some Rotten Tomatoes user reviews saying, like, This was so boring, like you never even saw what actually happened in the fight. How did he fall? And like, you know, we get a resolution, but it's not proven in cold hard fact. And I think
0: that's great. Yeah, and I love that there wasn't a flashback. There was no No, like, There was no Here's exactly. what actually happened. No, and we don't need it. But some people are like, why wasn't there that? No. I need my closure. Uh, I am an American. I need a beginning, a middle, and an end. Totally. I need to easily be understand and spoon fed it. Well, there is there is a pretty extensive flashback scene. Yeah. Which I thought was really well done too. It the, was the fight. It was an
1: incredible <laughs> escalation of a very realistic argument. Mm-hmm. Up to for me up to a point. Um it's always risky. You got two like artistic types married. Yeah. both want to be writers one is more successful than the other that's tension that's yeah. a source of tension. I mean, oh, really.
0: and, and the first you know two-thirds of that argument were so well articulated i know like wow these are some highly intelligent people mm-hmm. exchanging words this is yeah this is how people should argue i had and, the same thought and, and i was and like then, oh no <laughs> well
1: because i think i think what happened is that that he, was, he was prodding her pretty hard and i like her theory like he was recording her without her knowing it yeah which you can't do um. Yeah, it felt performative, like knowing that because, you're like, and you have the upper hand. Yeah, if you know you're recording somebody, and you're like, I just wanted to record it, so see how we fight. It's like you, you got a bias there. Like you know you're going to be on your best behavior. Yeah, and the other person doesn't know. Yeah. So I I think she's probably onto something when she's like, he was recording. He was trying to 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 prod at me to get a reaction, and he finally did when he said something like, you know you're just you're projecting like your own desires on onto daniel like you don't care about him like you're just being something like that mm-hmm. and then you could see in her she didn't say anything but some in her eyes
0: she's just like you could see it she snapped mm-hmm. great performance yeah. so the acting good. in that scene was amazing and then their son mm. listening to the audio from that recording in oh. the courtroom for the first time yeah and like this this whole perspective of both of his parents that he had to learn to deal with mm-hmm. in a flash yeah like he went from being a boy to being a young man that, like, knew his parents were flawed, broken human beings, Ugh. you know, that cheated, that lied, that sometimes hit each other. Yeah. That, like, it was just – it was so raw and emotional watching him process all that. That was amazing.
1: In that character arc, there, there's sort of the, 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 the zenith of it where he ends up holding his mom in bed mm-hmm. after she finally comes home. And I think he, like, kisses her on the head a few times. Yeah. It was very – maybe it was, like, a very sort of caretaker – position that he was
0: yeah
1: i think put in for a while probably but
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah i mean what a ride great a, movie that's exactly for the right reasons i think what a ride yeah
0: been going in blind to that like not really know what phrasing. you're phrasing again come on man <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get out of here
1: yeah uh, i am ready for beer number two if you are yeah. yeah
0: great movie though okay i think you should watch it i
1: think so too again if you want to watch anatomy of a fall it's on voodoo it's on voodoo for sure apple
0: tv it's plus apple TV it's plus. on all the, the places prime limited ad just ask to version. ask the robot in your house yeah tell her to play it on your tv
1: though i will also say if you're not living in chico if you're in a slightly larger city um i bet you it's probably come to your theater too and, and see it in the theater the sound design is really great there's beautiful piano music that happens um that i was fortunate enough to have the house to myself this morning and i put it on the sound bar like full volume it's very encompassing nice uh, sonically so i'd see it in the theater if you can word up all right uh we'll be back with beer number two right after this very fun sound and we're back with beer number two. It's on the table. Um, a chance for Ola Brewing to redeem itself for me, but um, I suppose prove itself to Johnny on the show today. Yeah. Because you cared enough to bring them back. Yeah. And I think if there is a style that might win me over, um, it might be this. Johnny, I will tell since you are actually pouring, this is a porter. Like you said, it's it's the Kiawe vanilla porter, and they say this on their website. All the perceived sweetness actually comes, I, I haven't perceived any sweetness yet. Presumably I will. And all of that perceived sweetness actually comes from the ground kiawe pods, providing an array of nutty caramel chocolate and even smoky impressions underlined and emphasized by rich vanilla beans. The mouthfeel is creamy at first, building into a more roasted character and just a slight savory bitterness from all its components. I said the word uh, kia, kiawe twice. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what a Kiawe is. I don't know what a Kiawe pot is. So I guess we're just going to go into this blind because I just, I, I don't really know what else I can do. So I guess let's just drink it. I'm just going to try this
0: porter. Kiawe, the tree of life. Oh, great. Uh, this is from bigislandnow.com. I will read you a little bit something, but first of all, it's a tree the tree has pods. Okay. Pods of the Kiawe tree can be used as livestock fodder turned into molasses, brewed into a tea, or even used to make beer. Sure. It's a nutritious staple food that is naturally sweet, gluten-free, and diabetic friendly. Ground into flour, the pods provides an, provide an excellent alternative to traditional flour. Weird. Crazy. Great. I, I do like,
1: um, I don't know if this is a Hawaiian tradition of like their sort of native words, but K-I-A-W-E. The arrangement of those letters is so unusual to me. I don't see this a lot, like kiawe. Mm -hmm. It's got a very fun, it's a fun thing to say, it's a fun thing to read. Yeah, and a
0: lot of of the the words there are very phonetic. Just like, just the way, like pronounce all the letters. I don't know that a word can be phonetic. Well, pronunciation phonetically, like just. Oh, you're
1: saying the way that you read it is the way it is pronounced. Yeah. I see. Just pronounce all the letters. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Maybe that is right then, the way you said it. I'm not 100 sure. It's fine. Did you drink some already, or I is, did. I
0: had a little sippy sip. What do you think of this beer, Johnny? It summer? is very pleasant. I'm curious to see if it's too roasty for you. You have a very I, no, no strange barometer.
1: No, I like roasty. I don't like burnt. Mm. Which is that's the barometer. Like that's it on one end of 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 you know the needle mm-hmm. is is roasty. On the other end is burnt. Somewhere yeah. in the middle is the sweet spot. Yeah. Nobody likes burnt.
0: Mm-hmm. You know i'm gonna try it i I, I like it i think it's it's
1: pleasant smells burnt dude it's got a you because you know and you tried it because you taste the burnt too don't you it's
0: i don't taste burnt you don't no i really don't
1: okay i'll try it now yeah
0: you know it's got i don't get a ton of vanilla i was expecting it to be a little bit more sweet but it's just real mellow i think this is what you get when you make a porter some place where it's 80 degrees all year. Sure. And sunny. We didn't say this. It's 5.8%. Yes.
1: My bad. Um, I yeah, tried it. It's, I'm with you. Not a ton of vanilla. Yeah. It smells more burnt than it is.
0: Which is a good thing.
1: You never want to smell burnt necessarily. Yeah. You're smelling burnt toast notes, maybe. Well, that Call means it you're doctor. Having a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not quite as present on the taste for sure. There's sweetness. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fairly light feeling. Yeah. Um, maybe closer to like a mid brown fours. Ale. Yeah, a brown ale for sure. Like a, like a four and a half percent beer.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, like a, it's a thick brown ale or a thin porter.
1: Honestly, it feels like a thin porter or like an adequate brown ale to me. Yeah.
0: Um, it's 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 okay
1: on a first drink. I don't dislike it. I'll tell you that. Well, hey, we're we're going up. Can we talk about the can? Yeah. And I guess by we, I mean, can you talk about the can while I take another drink? Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Uh, It's a really nice uh, white background with a lot of, I would say, one, two, three, four different shades of brown, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of going into a wave of uh, mountains and hillsides with a kind of a central peak in the middle. Really nice can. It's a good can. I've hit my tooth twice. Yeah. By the way. I heard that. (laughs) It's a
1: second time. Going in for um apparently beers that I don't love. Now listen, dude, I said five point eight percent, Johnny Summers. Six point eight. The notes say five point eight percent. Oh. Um, and well. so now I'm even more confused because it's actually six point eight percent. Uh which yeah. yeah, I don't taste. No, which I guess could be a good thing. Um if you're trying to hide that ABV, but um yeah, I one, don't know. It's it's good. It's good. Yeah, I would but say that's it's kind solid of where I'm at
0: solidly average to above average.
1: I would love to know what the, and I really hope you logged them in untapped. And if you did, that's your cue to pull up your untapped because I'm going to ask you what the best beer you had at Ola Brewing while you were there might have been. And I'm guessing it wasn't either of these two. I, should, I, did, I
0: haven't never had either of okay, these You two. haven't tried this one yeah, either. I wanted to be objective.
1: What You said this was your, you went to all, you went to three spots or there are three spots? In
0: Hilo, I went to three spots. Was this your third stop? Yeah. Okay, and presumably had a couple of beers at yeah. the places as well. Um, well, okay. and that was the first time I went. I've been back there every time I've gone.
1: I see. Okay. Well, what do you think your favorite beer was on your visit?
0: Um, my favorite beer from them, or from them, from them. Yes, from I them. really like the Ma'a, the island lager. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's really what's the good. ABV on
1: that beer? 5.1. Five five that's that's a sweet spot for lager. Yeah. Would you give that, that, that
0: on, on taps out of t- uh, oh. well out of five with a thousand decimal places? Right. Uh, that one I gave a 3.75. Good rating. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one I had that was actually also a 3.75, mm-hmm. watermelon double IPA.
1: See, that's interesting. Yeah. Me. That, that would be so into that's it. That's on un- you. Why didn't you grab one of those?
0: Uh, it was draft only.
1: dag nabbit. Yeah. I'll tell you what.
0: We just have to go over
1: there. We could probably make, we, again, our Patreon, you can sign up, you can fly <laughs> us to Hawaii. We'll bring back something. Yeah. Okay. Um, so okay, so so back to this, the Kiawe Vanilla Porter, mm-hmm. good, not great for my dollar so far, yeah. and I guess it's not
0: really my dollar, but it if is. It were,
1: it's it's good. Is there anything you don't
0: like about it? Uh, excuse me, I don't love. I just wish there was a little bit more girth to it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. it's a little thin. It's it's just a little underwhelming in the in the palate for a porter. Like it 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 is a little bit more like a brown ale. It and is, and that's. I don't know if that's... And the
1: roastiness is not changing that, because there is that, which isn't always present in a brown ale. Yeah. Well, I do like it. The warmer it gets. I do, too. It's, it's it's definitely... a little sweeter. Yeah. Which which I think in this case translates to a little bit rounder, a little bit more robust, a little more voluptuous, if, mm-hmm. if I may. It still doesn't bring it beyond good. Like, I think I'm going to use the F word here.
0: Is it fair? It's
1: f- fair. It's fine. thought you were going to be <laughs> no, fancy today. It's fine. Um... It's a fine beer. Yeah. I dig it. I, I really do. I've I've tried not to lean into the potential nostalgia or, or you know, warm, fuzzy feelings from you bringing this back for sure. the show. I'm just trying to like drink
0: the beer that's in front of me. Yeah. Well, I went with two oddball beers from them. Yeah. I bet if I would have asked them, these are not the two beers they would have sent back to be like, this is what we're about. How did you end up on these? You said you came back
1: in after you left and you said, yeah.
0: can I get a couple like, singles? What do you have in singles? And it was two I hadn't tried. Yeah. Okay. And I knew the Porter would travel well. Sure. And I knew you liked hazy IPAs. Mm-hmm. So I was just, it Solid was logic. quick math, mm-hmm. just quick, quick decisions. Well, here's some quick math for you. This is a five out of 10 for me. Okay. It's completely middle of the road. Mm, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you at with this? It's like a six six. You know, it's, I would drink this when I was craving a brown ale. Like I, you would? Yeah.
1: You have access to the brown ales that you like.
0: Yeah. But I also like this. I like this like as a brown ale.
1: All right. Would you pick this in moose drool? Moose for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, but I know that value. That wasn't really a fair comparison. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Um, it's good. Yeah. Like I, I actually, I did. I know that sounded sarcastic when I said thanks that you poured me more. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, thank you. Like, I'm gonna drink more. It's totally fine. I dig it. Um, I would like to try other stuff from them.
0: Though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably messed up a little bit and didn't bring back the stuff that I knew would rip.
1: That's okay it's good yeah it's good yeah um i think they rated it at 20 ibus which i think is um potentially wrong yeah i don't know it feels more bitter than that a little bit doesn't it i didn't think so all right then well different different
0: people different palates yeah, i suppose um yeah solidly average to above average yeah on those two beers
1: yeah i'm stoked to wear the shirt i'm not going to be ashamed to to wear this brewery around on my chest yeah i think awesome Uh, With that, are you ready to close the book on this beer and this brewery for now?
0: I am. I'm sorry I did you dirty, Ola. No, it's no. you did a good job. Don't apologize. I'm going to bring back better beers.
1: Once again, you've been listening to Fresh Hop Cinema, possibly on KZFR 90.1 FM, which is the only reason I'm repeating our name, because if you're on podcasts or wherever, you know our name because you clicked it. If you have feedback on anything we've discussed today, um, if you work at Ola Brewing, (laughs) I feel like maybe you do, um, you can call or text us if you want, 530-433-433 uh 0839 again our number is 5304330839 or if you'd like You can send a good old-fashioned email to fhccast at gmail.com.
0: Next week, we will be covering another Best Picture nominee from this year's Academy Awards, and it's called American Fiction. As a reminder to our radio listeners, if you want to hear the rest of today's conversation, which includes the always unpredictable Hot and Bothered, or if you want to go digging through seven-plus years' worth of episodes dating back to 2016, head over to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Fresh Hop Cinema.
1: Yeah, we'll be back on the radio waves of KZFR next Saturday at... uh, 4pm, uh, so until then, consume some films and beers that, I don't know, broaden your horizons, make you think about courtroom dramas, and if you enjoyed the show, you can leave a tip for KZFR at kzfr.org. You can also join our Patreon if you want to support us that way. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and to those of you currently cozying up by the fireplace or sipping a tasty smoked porter at home and listening in podcast form, we'll be right back with Hot and Bothered. Hot and bother. Hey, welcome to Hot and Bothered. Uh, Johnny, what's, give me the elevator pitch for Hot and Bothered for those that haven't joined us before.
0: Ah, it's when we catch up and talk about things that aren't necessarily about the show or pertain to the show. So you shouldn't feel pressured to have something right, specifically content related.
1: What I was going to, go ahead, fine, go
0: ahead. Yeah. We go a little off the rails, talk about our lives, talk about what we're reading, what we're watching, what we're listening to, um, TV shows, uh, video games. I think anything's up for, up for, you know, somebody pisses you off in traffic.
1: We haven't done those in a while. There, there was a point where the, where Hot and Bother was really about like, it felt almost like, specifically you like would talk about anything that wasn't beer in movies. Yeah, and for a while, you and I went back and forth. I'm like, you wanted to put it at the front of the show, and I was like, No, oh, that's knows Crazy. Us. I know it's crazy. That's what I told you. But You were like, no, like because you said this. You you would say Hot and Bother feels like a footnote because it's always at the end and like nobody. Yeah. And, and you're like, let's put it at the front. We can talk about as long as we want me getting cut off in traffic. And I would be like, no one's going to stick around for anything <laughs> longer than that. Um, so now it's at the end of the show. And yeah, like we talk about, like I generally try to keep it about like maybe movies that I haven't talked about on the show, but I haven't watched any movies. That's flick pics, bro. We yeah, have I, a segment I for I made that, that segment, yeah. You did. Um, but I don't have beers or actually that's not true. I have a few beers that you were kind enough to post on our Instagram, mm-hmm. which by the way, slapped yeah those german beers that I, maybe i'll talk about those german beers
0: fuck pretty hard, Yo,
1: it was so good and can i go first yeah okay um says the guy who had nothing would you look up what those beers works i can't remember yeah but i was at craft in reno performing um not at craft i was in reno performing <laughs> this week at craft during the day and the, the the people who curate the beverage selection at craft these were from their walk-in refrigerator i basically walked into this dude who was stocking the fridge and i said hey man I need your help, and he was like, "What are you looking for?" And I said, "I think I said like three things." I was like, "Can I just get something refreshing, light in ABV?" Um, and I think I said crispy, and and he directed me to like, <laughs> yeah, so I might Read it to a brewery um, which is a German brewery, and we'll go ahead and spell it. It's it's S C H O with maybe an umlaut N R A M E R. We'll say we'll say Gornhammer. And I had from them their gold and their pilsner. And the gold was kind of like a uh, it drank like like almost like a Kolsch kind of um like very, very light. It was like maybe four and a half percent. We nice. and they had it in these um is like nineteen two uh imperial sort of pint. Yeah. Or is it sixteen something? What's like a Pliny the Elder? bottle uh like 16.9 okay 69 is what i meant it's like this i don't know fun her instagram it's yeah. on there um great beers i was super stoked i also had this prairie beer which is called a french toast breakfast classic prairie hmm. imperial stout like like 12 and percent just dropping some adjuncts on the table who's just like insanely too sweet too over the top and they, so good they though. should bottle three ounce bottles prairie should. Just shots just like like you a- get
0: that's all you need you need airport bottles right
1: but this, um, this, uh, was way more quaffable. Just, just amazing. Had a few of them. Nice. Um, and didn't it was, bring any back. I didn't bring any back. I assumed you'd had it, I guess, is what I thought. Had That's you not? Was, no. Oh, I'll get you some. You'll yeah. love them.
0: Andy at SNS has a killer selection of like German and like, um, like traditional yeah. like style stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I and mean. they're like two, three bucks a can. Right. So these bottles were $5. It's like. Are you tricking me? It's because like, and is and Craft in Reno is is very close to, um, you know, like Lead Dog and and Revision and and others. Great so you're saying they have and, the best beer in Reno? They Craft absolutely does. Those places I don't know, um, but it's easy for people. Like even the the four packs of like Revision go for like twenty four dollars. Yeah, and none of their pilsners or lagers of any kind are that good i mean not, you mean they're not as good as the people that have been making those beers for, for hundreds, hundreds of, of years <laughs> what anyways, that was I, I don't usually get to try um nor do i often gravitate towards attempting to try like new beers so it was fun for me to be like oh like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the beer guy on the pot that's I'll true be the crispy boy beer yeah guy. that is because um, you were off doing your hawaiian tropical adventures like you know what i'll drink some beers also from not this
0: land kind of there you go oh. and they were great i love it anyways those are my dope. my crispy boys That's great, man. What do you got going? Please. Well, I mean, I did just get back from vacation. That was dope. That was a fantastic week. I just turned my brain off and drank cocktails at the beach. Can I ask
1: you for two
0: non-alcohol-related highlights? Uh, Sure. Uh, I went to three black sand beaches. Nice. And saw turtles at one of them, swam at two of them. It was majestic. Did did you swim with the
1: turtles or did, is that the one beach you didn't swim at?
0: No, I saw the turtles at a beach that I didn't swim at. The uh, wind was really high in January and you get some pretty turbulent waves. Okay. And that particular beach, which was on like this – one of the most southern tips of the island – Okay. Um, had a bunch of big surf and the, just wasn't right for swimming. And we were actually driving around the southern tip from Gila, which is on the east coast, to Kona, which is on the west coast. Okay. And it's a much more scenic. It's only 20 minutes longer. But worth it. But worth it because you can stop at two different black sands, slant sand beaches. Yeah. One, they have an area just with like a big square of rocks up onto the beach Yeah, with like signs that say, Stay don't, away. Yeah, don't get And enough. that's where they've designated, that's the turtle napping ground.
1: Oh, well, that's why they're telling you to stay away. Yeah. yeah. How, when you say swam yeah. at those beaches, how, how deep were you? Uh, like I Could you touch? No. You did that in the
0: ocean? Yeah. I'm proud of you. It was pretty cool. That's tough for you. I didn't go in for long. No, It's okay. Yeah, but yeah. But you don't like that um, naturally. Well, it's great. I do in oceans that are protected like a bay or like a, a reef a, a, there's if there's a reef involved is it the undertow that gets you like you don't want to be sucked out to nah, some man sharks sharks
1: can swim around a reef not over not a usually
0: reef. that's why they're like protected man what usually shark re- reefs like a bay with a reef protecting it it's relatively shark proof
1: so you had also talked about potentially swimming with manta rays didn't do that but dangerous animals yeah didn't do that but you would have Maybe. Would you have swum with sharks? If they had one of those little- No cages. No cage? No cage. No cage, no swim. But manta rays? Manta rays are chill. No, they're not. They're the nice
0: ones. They're ocean carpets that sting you. They are chill. I don't know, dude. You get tourists paying 100 bucks to go snorkel with them, and that's a sustainable industry there. You're playing the odds, and they're in your favor. That's all I'm saying. I I don't really know, but it seems scary
1: to me. Even turtles kind of scare me.
0: Yeah, I've been in the ocean in Hawaii, like me to you from a, a green sea turtle. Yeah. I was like, you could totally just bite my finger off if you wanted to. Like,
1: Something about the romanticism of swimming with turtles actually is nice. But like, like I'll tell you, I've swam with turtles before.
0: It's awesome. Yeah, it's rad.
1: But I've stood out in the creek – in our back area and a fish has brushed my ankle and I've screamed.
0: <laughs> so I don't know
1: what that is. Like it's the expectation it's, of like, right. Like if you're floating, you're all kind of on the same page. Like I see you, you see me. Yeah. We're God. all just chill. Like if the a fish is like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. The first time I saw a turtle in Hawaii, I was paddle boarding and one just popped its head up like two feet from me. And like the water was so clear. I just yeah. turned to my left and there's a turtle. Yeah. Like that was rad. Yeah. So, uh, that was one non alcohol related. Perfect. And then I'll give you two more. Please, Uh, the sunsets. We stayed for three nights with uh, my friend and neighbor Alan. He's got a home in Kona, so we stayed with them, and they are. Alan has
1: a home in Kona,
0: Kona, yeah, corner across corner, Alan, yeah, with the
1: beard, Alan, yeah, old man, Alan,
0: old man, Alan, good for him, the wizard beard, yeah, 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 Uh, yeah. So we went and stayed with him and his lady Jean. Uh, Big shout out to them for hosting us for a few nights, and they are maybe thirty yards from the beach. So right. we sat up on their upper deck and just uh, yeah. watched the sunset every night we were there. They're like, it's tradition. They're like, oh, gorgeous. it's almost six o'clock. Get upstairs. Tough life. And uh, that was beautiful. I have some pictures I'll show you if you want, okay. to, if Please. you care.
1: Well, right. y- can I see one right now? Yeah. Uh, as you, at the same time, multitasking and tell me about the third yeah. thing.
0: So that was a huge highlight. And then the second, well, or the third, I should say, was we went to, okay, I'm going to give you two more. Let's the, go, man. I didn't mean to limit rolling. you. Tell me all this We were stuff. there and there was the wolf moon. The, the biggest full moon. On we a, all know the
1: biggest full moon. I don't know. Uh,
0: no. You don't even know what it is? I don't either. No. No clue. The wolf But moon. that's what it looked like from there. It was pretty Did cool. Did you post anything about this? Not yet. I haven't Come posted. On, I'm gonna. Guy. I'm saving them. I'm gonna sprinkle them. Like Which well, just looks like bay. the moon, doesn't it? Yeah. It's it, just the moon, But Johnny. it's through palm trees, and it's pretty cool. Well, it's a good photo, but yeah. it looks just like the moon. So the moon was rad, though, because well, yeah. it just illuminated everything, and there was like a couple nights on that night of yeah. the full moon zero cloud cover so we walked down to the beach and it was just like i'll do a digital zoom on this for our viewers there you go it was just like walking outside during the day like you could see so clearly uh but just the sunsets were ridiculous yeah
1: that's great yeah give me a couple more
0: uh and then Mm -hmm. we went to uh oh i'm gonna fuck up the name namua uh goat sanctuary of course, the famous goat sanctuary Namua. Yeah. We all know. I what think, you're I think that's about. right. Uh this is my second time there. It's gorgeous. Uh, and I went to see the owner Bill. He's great. His name's Bill. His name's Bill. He's the best. And sure. uh, there were so many baby goats and you get to feed them. God, I
1: love goats. And they
0: they rescue them from the mountains. Did you yell at them? No. You can yell at goats and they'll faint. No, no. Um that's if you scare them, but if you yeah. yell at
1: a goat, it'll yell back. Most of the time you yeah. go bah, and oh then yeah, go like, bah. yeah.
0: But it's yeah, that's awesome. my favorite picture. Here's the little guy. There's a little tiny brown goat. Now listen, you
1: have to post that photo. Oh, I'm going to. This is a great and you have to post it on our Instagram. This is maybe the best man to wildlife photo i've ever seen yeah for a number of reasons <laughs> he, and i'm not going to say i'm on the show people need to see this though he Post was this on our instagram he was
0: such a little baby he didn't want the snacks he was trying to s- suck Good on my fingers lord it was so precious what
1: you know because they don't have the teeth
0: yeah they, he did but they were so they're just like nubs yeah he was baby In- but, incredible yeah uh, goats there, are a big problem they like round them up from the mountains well eat people's fingers left and right aren't they yeah nom, 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 nom. incredible but he was a sweet little baby i loved him so much uh and then uh not two miles from that goat sanctuary how many miles was it about 1.1 1. 1. Okay. just just swipe to the right there which way do you consider right that way is that right Cow Cuddle Therapy for $20. The Krishna Cow Sanctuary. Incredible. Uh, This guy loves cows, uh, very, I wanna say, I mean, Krishna, it's like Buddhist, is very into like Mm -hmm. yoga, meditation, Mm -hmm. and um, very much follows the belief that cows are sacred. Mm -hmm. So he rescues cows from from, um, meat processing plants, dairy farms, uh, and they roam free. I love this. And they're just living, and like, if you turned around- You're kissing it. Yeah, I kissed several cows. Uh, if you turn around from this spot, the ocean yeah. is maybe half mile away. Cows are going swimming up on this hillside. I don't know if they, swim. they should take the cows swimming. They should. I don't know if they like that. They probably don't like it. But but uh, you yeah. telling this cow a joke? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that face. Yeah. <laughs> they were so into it, and they're just you know cows of all sizes. And the very first cow that he ever rescued mm-hmm. is still there, and that cow that I was snuggling yeah. is one of her babies.
1: Wow. So it was just.
0: One of the most, like, it, it sounds cheesy to say, but it was kind of like a transcendent experience. No, that's and incredible. Just connecting with nature and, like, this is what cows would be like if they weren't just a product. Cows fucking rule. Yeah. It was so sweet. I brought back, um, like, a totem of a, like a jade cow statue that he sold at yeah. his little merch booth.
1: Can I ask you what's going on here?
0: Ah, uh, we told that cow a sick joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a responsibility to listen back to this episode and and post accordingly. Oh yeah, like like on the podcast. Like so now you have to post that photo, mm-hmm. the one where you were kissing it. Yeah, and the first one. You got to post all that. And like, this is what we're talking about in episode three twenty nine. Yeah, you have to do that. Okay. I mean it. Okay. Write it down because we've done this before and you've forgotten. Yeah. Do something. Okay. It's like, do you need a pen? No, I've mentally logged it. Do it. I will. All right. Cause it's too good for people not to see.
0: Yeah, no, I've, I'm going to post so many pictures. I'm just going to sprinkle them in probably over the next week or so. No,
1: specifically. But those will the go hot to and the, bothered the photos we've feed. talked about. Yeah. Put that in one post. Okay, I'm going to incredible. F-
0: um, pick the ones you want me to post and favorite them, and then they'll go in my favorites. All, All right. Well, like there was there was the in there. goat
1: one. There was this goat one, mm-hmm. and we can do this off the air, I guess. It's but fine. There's that one, and then we'll do you know this one where you're kissing the cow. And then there was this one where you're telling the cow a
0: joke. Where'd it
1: go? It's so good. That's so funny.
0: Yeah. It's one of the best pictures. Those of three for taken. sure. Yeah. Okay. So it was a blast. I yeah. had a great time, turned my brain off entirely and just relaxed and recharged. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. On the way there, I finished a oh. book and started oh. the second book in a trilogy. By Brandon Sanderson? Yeah, man skyward and starsight yep skyward is the first one and starsight is the second one got it um i had be, he'd been kind of on my radar for a while he is actually the man that uh finished the wheel of time series from after jordan i thought that was jordan oh come on mm-hmm. between the two of robert those, robert jordan's son I was using his name as like an author yeah, yeah. sure jordan like shakespeare but it was it was his son wasn't it Um, it's not, but Sanderson had a hand in it too. He got access to all of his notes after he passed and whatnot. Um, really known as one of the most prolific and, um, popular high fantasy authors working today. Um, I jumped into Skyward because it was free on Audible and I was between credits Nice. Used sure. my next credit to get the. That's uh, like
1: both a bougie and like a poor fucking thing to say, right? <laughs> like, I was between my
0: ebook credits. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I drive a lot, man. You yeah. just run out. Yeah. Um. So I, I was looking through like the fantasy and sci-fi, and and recognized his name because I think uh, our boy that did Empire of the Vampire. Uh, oh, you
1: mean. Come on. I uh, can't remember. Jay Kristoff. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, he had like posted about him or something sure. too. So I was like, okay, that did, guy's talking about him.
1: Sidebar. Did you see he's doing
0: a tour? Yeah. He's, he's going to go Por- to Portland? In March. You trying to go? You trying to go? I mean, I could go. Like, we, I got a place we can crash at. Well, yeah. I mean, we could buy
1: a damn hotel room. Yeah. come. I like We're my not...
0: cousin. He's oh. a beer enthusiast. All right. Yeah. Does he listen to the show? I don't think so. Fuck him. I don't think he knows what a podcast is. Oh. But he can replace an engine and a 69 Chevy. Do you have a 69 Chevy? Maybe someday. Not today, pal. Not today, We're pal. Cold. We have a podcast. <laughs> no, we don't so, need your guy. <laughs> uh, but yes, I'd love to go see Jay Kristoff. be so fun. And his second book comes out next month. Is basically. it next month? Well, yeah, it's March. It's March, yeah, March. And it's almost Which February. Is,
1: by the time this releases, it's February.
0: Yeah. yeah. All that to say, fantastic books. Yeah. Uh, he's known for his fantasy, Brandon Sanderson is, but these books are pure science fiction, and I'm so here for it. All right. All right. So I'm into it. Uh, by way of sci-fi, um, our friend of the show and patron,
1: Chris Gomez, and I were talking about going to see Dune 2 in IMAX, IMAX yeah, in yeah. Sacramento. Do you want to go? Probably. I wonder if – I think it would work out. I can't remember the dates, but I think it was going to work out for my schedule. Okay. Which means it could have been a weekday, <gasps> but I don't think so. Hmm. Um, and if it's a weekend, I'm sure we could do it. Yeah, let's talk off – Grab right. a few patrons. Fun. Yeah. That'd be so be sick. Speaking of sci-fi, I guess is the only reason mm-hmm. I to I'm into that. Um that was all I had. Hot and bothered? Okay. Nope. Um, well, then as usual, the show wouldn't be what it is without the support of Bailey Minardi. Of course, everybody on Patreon, um, a few of which have gotten shout outs. Um, to the staff and families of Ola Brew, I'm sorry for my tearing down of your beer. I don't think <laughs> what we had was great. I think some of it was at best fine, but I'd like to try more. Yep. Please send more. We have a We have an address. You can send it to us. Yep. And if you're not going to send it, Ola bro. tell us why. Text us, 530 433 0839. The handlebar's got a sweet happy hour. Should shout that out one more time. And I think with that, that's the end of our show. My name is Max Minardi.
0: I'm Johnny Summers. Be sure to kiss some goats, watch some sci fi, drink some beers, and most importantly, be a decent human. We'll see you next week. Report to that.
1: Everyone we hope you enjoy what This This is is Fresh Hop Cinema.